Welcome back to the July, wait, June, June, June 1993 <laughs> fantasy booking series episode. We're, li we're live, pal. I mean, uh, it's July now. It is July 2023, uh, but June 1993, uh, as we, we start here. Uh, I actually just started writing my July today, that's why that's on my brain. Uh, but we're doing June. Uh, I've got a Clash of the Champions. You've got... King of the Ring, the first... King of the Ring. First King of the Ring pay-per-view. They, pay uh, they had house, house shows. shows yeah. yeah. Was that... Brett's won a couple of them. Brett won both, right? Uh, there's the earlier ones, I think. Morocco okay. Were those, were those full tournaments, or they just had like the weird... No, crown? it was one-night tournament. Okay. Deals that like... Okay, because I know Harley had it for a while. Haku. Yeah. I, Savage. I don't think a lot of those were won at the actual King of the Rings. I yeah. think like... Pedro Morales won one. Okay. And Morocco and stuff like yeah, that. So I know the Bret Hart ones were like officially billed as King of the Ring. Yeah, 90 and 91 and 92, I think, right? Or 90 and 91, one or the other. Okay, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm booking Atlanta. I don't know. Yeah. What? Northeast? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the scope? Uh, so, we're going to kick it off here. Uh, I'm going first this time because you got the pay per view. I just have a, a TBS special. Um, we're going to start. June 5th, 1993 on TBS, Eric Bischoff begins the show with the brackets for the NWA <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship number one contenders tournament. Um, not quite as high profile as King of the Ring, but hey, we gotta do what we gotta do. So we got some, some good matchups and some maybe less than good matchups here. Uh, kind of exposing the depth of my uh, roster. Uh, first match, Sting versus Barry Windham. Okay. Tom Zink versus The Barbarian. Actually, I can get behind that. Two Cold Scorpio versus Paul Orndorff. I can get behind that. And Ricky Steamboat versus Chris Benoit. So, Z-Man and Barbarian stands out as maybe not as great as the other matches, but hey. Still be decent. Yeah, it could be good. Uh, the matches will take place over the next two weeks with the final at the upcoming Clash of the Champions. So this is going to be like two and a half weeks. This is not like a long, drawn-out thing. Speaking of contenders... The Hollywood Blondes have stated they are out of challengers for their tag team titles. Eric Bischoff has reached out to a friend of his from overseas. And he promises that next week he will bring a team worthy of challenging Austin and Pillman. Jim Cornette walks out alone and says Eric Bischoff can tell his friend to look all he wants. He's not going to find any team that can measure up to Austin and Pillman. Which gets us to our first match. Barbarian versus Tom Zink. Uh, we're going five, six minutes. Uh, Zink tries to use his speed, his agility to uh, get one over. Barb eventually catches him. Big boot. One, two, three. Uh, Barb wins. Uh, he goes on to the semifinals of the tournament. The finals? Semifinal. Oh, semis. Oh, yep. okay. I see eight, eight man. Eight, yep. four, two. So, yep. Uh, Rick Rude then has a promo backstage uh, with Medusa. He dismisses the entire tournament as illegitimate. Because Rick Rude already defeated a legend at Slamboree, so who else could possibly challenge for his title after that? No one. So they shouldn't even have a tournament. He should just be able to keep the title forever. Now, here comes Two Cold Scorpio versus Paul Orndorff. This is going, I mean, eight, ten minutes. Um, Orndorff's going to try and slow it down, have a wrestling match. Two Cold's going to try and speed it up, high fly. Uh, eventually. He's going to catch him. Uh, too cold, that is. Uh, he's going to put uh, Paul Orndorff down. 450 splash. One, two, three. Too cold Scorpio onto the second round. That's a big win for Scorpio. It's a big win for Scorpio. Uh, 
I mean, he's had some series of big wins, also had some losses in big spots against, you know, Arn Anderson and stuff like that. So but he's constantly, like, in the mix. Uh, Vader and Harley Race promo. Talking about Sid, who has challenged Vader to a match at the Great American Bash in July. You know, we're looking way forward here. Harley says Sid can find a partner. And if that team can beat Vader and Orndorff at the Clash of the Champions, maybe they will consider giving Sid a title opportunity. Match number three, continuing the tournament. Ricky Steamboat versus Chris Benoit. Get your hard hats out because it's working time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go 12-ish, 15-ish minutes. Um, let Benoit show off what he can do. He's going to be doing his moves. Uh, eventually, he's going to miss a headbutt off the top. Ricky Steamboat's going to bounce off the rope as Chris Benoit gets to his feet. Cross body, one, two, three. Ricky Steamboat goes over. Uh, Benoit gets a little bit of shine, but he's not beating Ricky Steamboat yet. No. <laughs> Sorry, it's 1993, pal. Uh, Tony and Larry now discussed that Ric Flair has said he will make a live in-person appearance at the Clash of the Champions to give an update on his status after Slamboree. So we'll hear how he does. And if you want to know before then, 1-900-909-9900. Parents ask, or kids ask for your parents' permission before dialing. Uh, 199 a minute. Gets us to our main event of the night, Sting versus Barry Windham. And this could have been a main event of a clash or a pay-per-view, but it's a main event of Saturday night. Uh, Ray Trailer does come down with Barry Windham. Uh, he attempts to interfere, but Dustin Rhodes runs down, runs him off. Uh, he runs him backstage, and then Sting goes over about 12 minutes with Stinger Splash. Sting wins. So now, just recapping, we have in the final four, we have... Two Cold Scorpio, Barbarian, Ricky Steamboat, and Sting. Ooh, that, that's just... Hmm. So we got four different guys who could potentially uh, challenge Rick Rude. Which brings us to June 12th, 93, WCW Saturday Night. The uh, NWA World Heavyweight Championship number one contenders tournament continues with Sting versus the Barbarian and Two Cold Scorpio versus Ricky Steamboat. Oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bischoff also has said he will have an announcement about the challengers for the tag team titles at the Clash of the Champions. Match number one, Stephen Regal with Sir William of Dundee versus Johnny Gunn defending that World Television Championship. He's getting his title defenses in. Uh, Regal goes over about six minutes with the STF. Uh, Bulldog comes down on commentary and is putting Regal down the entire time. After the match... Regal comes over, starts trash-talking Bulldog at commentary. Bulldog stands up, and Regal backs down. <laughs> Definitely a Regal move. Yeah. I don't want to shame myself with some commoner. You're from Ugh. Leeds. Ugh. Ugh. Um, next thing you know, you're going to have a Cockney accent. <laughs> um, we have a backstage promo with Sid, who said, that, you know what? Vader Norndorf, you can team up. Against me at uh, Clash of the Champions, but I got someone who doesn't like either one of you, Cactus Jack. So Sid and Cactus Jack versus Vader Norndorf. Uh, this brings us to Sting versus Barbarian. We're going about ten. Uh, Barb gets his eat. Sting makes a comeback. Stinger splash. Sting goes on to the finals. We now have an Arn Anderson backstage promo, Mister Heat Magnet. He says he hears Ric Flair is going to give an update on his status at the Clash of the Champions. 
This is the only update they need to give is where and when they're going to bury the body. Because Arn Anderson killed the nature boy at Slamboree once and for all. Whew. Oh. Arn's, Arn's just hitting, hitting, hitting. And now we're going a long time. Stay tuned. Take your bathroom breaks already. Get your snacks. Because Ricky Steamboat, Too Cold Scorpio are going. They are wrestling. This is going to go almost a full 20 minutes. This is a pay-per-view quality match. I mean, that's my very first line. This match is getting some time, and they're going to have a pay-per-view quality match. Lots of action, high-flying moves from these two. At one point, Steamboat's going to hit a flying crossbody, which Too Cold rolls through to get a two-count on Steamboat. Too Cold goes for the 450, Sting, or Steamboat gets his knees up. He rolls that into a two-count. Yeah. Too Cold hits a springboard dropkick from the apron and goes for the pin attempt. But time Runs out. Oh. They go a full 20. Oh. Tony and, and Larry are on commentary. What, is it, what does this mean for the tournament? What does this mean? But Eric Bischoff comes out and says, no, 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 no. There must be a winner. Continue. Sudden death. We'll go as long as we have to. We'll tape it, and we'll put it on next week's episode if we have to. We're continuing the match. And they go back to the match. And they're going to go... Another four or five minutes. Uh, they shake hands. They get back to the match. Uh, Steamboat goes for a body slam. Too Cold rolls it into a small package. One, two, three. Too Cold Scorpio wins and will face Sting at the Clash of the Champions. That also sounds like a really, really fun match. So Too Cold's getting getting a little bit of a push here. He's, he's, you know, he's interacting with people very high on the card, getting some wins. Let's see where that goes. Should. He was an innovator. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of 93 Scorp. Uh, he was so, 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 so good. And they just never really figured out what they wanted to do with him. It's something so much different than the American style at the time. The yes. closest you got was probably Steamboat and Pillman. Yeah. With that said, Eric Bischoff comes back out with a Japanese man beside him that he introduces as Sonny Ono. <laughs> His good friend, Sonny Ono. You should have uh, waited until I got my drink out of my mouth. I almost terrorized I had that. to. Uh, before he can even get started with his announcement, Austin, Pillman, and Cornette come out. And they start mocking Sonny Ono. Who is this tiny little guy? Uh, who, who, who could he possibly be representing? Cornette says, oh, no, 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 he's not representing. He just happens to be my contact who can speak Japanese. And get this arranged. And they just think this is laughable. And they start kind of stepping up on Sonny Ono. Like maybe they're going to put a beating on him. And he just points over their shoulders at the ramp. Where out comes... From all Japan. Pro wrestling. Because they have done shots in WCW. Dr. Death Steve Williams and Bam Bam Terry Gordy. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Um, Austin and Pillman lose their shit. They are freaking out. They're protesting this is not allowed. They're not WCW talent. It don't matter. Dr. Death and Bam Bam come down to the ring and lay them out. Just beat the shit out of them. Leave them laying. That's the last thing we see as the uh, show goes to an end, which we pick up at the Clash of the Champions four days later. 
yeah, we don't get that many shots on Dr. Death and uh, Bam Bam, so we got to <laughs> br- bring them in and go. They're, they're, use, use them when you can. We presume they're staying in the U.S. this whole time. That's why we get like a five-day window here. Uh, the clash was taped the day after. Yeah. Um, Tony and Jesse, welcome the fans of the Clash of the Champions of the Norfolk Scope. And talk about the matches on the show. Sting versus Too Cold for the number one contenders match against Rick Rude. Vader and Paul Orndorff versus Cactus Jack and Sid Vicious. Jesse is particularly looking forward to the tag team title match. You know I'm particularly looking to that. You got the best team from all Japan. Uh, the Miracle Violence Connection, they call them. Dr. Death and Bam Bam Terry Gordy going on against the best team in WCW, the Hollywood Blondes. Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. And we're going to send it to the ring for the first match. Scotty Flamingo and his new tag team partner of Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Vinny Vegas is gone. Face off against Booker T and Stevie Ray. Second uh, televised match for them in WCW. Um, this is the extended squash match. Uh, Houston Heat, as I'm calling them, uh, gets in just a beatdown. Uh, Stevie Ray ends up pinning DDP after about seven to eight minutes, and they win. Put them over a couple of established guys that yeah. have been around. I mean, Flamingo did get a U.S. title shot earlier in the year. And Flamingo's won some matches, so yeah. And I mean, DDP, he's big. He looks, you know. Good promo. Yeah. Um, we now have a Four Horsemen backstage interview um, with Missy Hyatt uh, conducting the interview. Arnie Anderson and Rick Roots that they have a match later. Uh, against the team of Marcus Bagwell and Johnny B. Bad, so that's actually that sounds interesting. Yeah, a nice little nice little tag match to to fill some time here. Uh, Arn says that this is no concern. No, I'm sorry. Rude says this is of no concern. He's more concerned with the match between Sting and Two Cold Scorpio. That's the match he's got his eyes on. Arn laughs off Missy Hyatt, who's asking about Ric Flair, and he says Ric Flair is old news. You know, what we're here to talk about is Rick Rude, Arn Anderson, Brian Pillman, and Steve Austin. That's the current generation. That's the future of WCW. Not Ric Flair. He's the past. Speaking of, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman complain that they think it's ridiculous that they were given a four-day notice who their challengers would be, and they're not even WCW contracted talent. Who's even heard of these guys? Missy Hyatt says, well, you know, they were WCW Tag Team Champions last year. Austin says, shut your damn mouth. And they end the interview right there. (laughs) Damn it, woman. Don't you contradict me. (laughs) How dare you make me prove I'm a heel. Yeah. Now, we have Ken Suzaki versus Bobby Eaton. Uh, And this is a showcase match for Suzaki. Um, Wearing his Hellraiser's t-shirt as he comes on out. uh, Hinting, maybe. Uh... Kensuke wins about six minutes. Um, this is a showcase match for him. Bobby Eaton can make him look good. He can make anybody look good. We then get Davy Boy Smith with an in-ring promo calling out Steven Regal, saying he wants to challenge him for the dev- or television championship right here, right now, in Norfolk. Cute cheap pop. <laughs> uh, Steven Regal says, uh-uh-uh-uh. I'd be more likely to defend it in Norfolk, England <laughs> than Norfolk, Virginia. I'm not going to give them the pleasure of seeing a television championship match. Is this perhaps at a, a later date? Uh, t- today, anyway, my, my ring gear is being tailored, so I, I don't have it on me currently. Uh, Eric Bischoff comes out and says, Well, 
You know what? You want to have the match today? That's fine. Great American Bash, Regal, Bulldog, title. And he says, well, that means, assuming you can hold on to your title that long, Regal. Ooh. Interestingly enough, number one contenders match. This is Sting, as Gary Michael Cabetta would say, versus two cold Scorpio. This match is going back and forth. We're not having a heel. We're not having heat. We're just action. Back and forth. Two Colts trying to keep it fast. Move, move, move. Sting wants to slow it down, use power moves to get the advantage. Sting can still go speed, though. He can. Uh, but in this instance, Two Colts a step faster, but Sting's much stronger. Okay. He wants to He wants to slow it down. Yeah, Strategy-wise, it makes sense. Uh, at one point, Sting, Irish whips... Uh, Two Cold into the corner. Goes for the Stinger Splash. Misses. Two Cold rolls out of the way. Drop kick from behind. Jumps under the top rope. 450 Splash. One, two, three. Two Cold Scorpio beats Sting. Clean in the middle of the ring to be the new number one contender. After the match, Sting offers Two Cold a handshake. He shakes. Sting raises his hand, points to Two Cole, and says, "Your next champion," right there, and endorses him. So, wow, that, that's huge. It's a big endorsement, 1993 WCW. Yeah. With that said, now we've got kind of the afterthought match: uh, Arn Anderson and Rick Rude versus Johnny B. Bad and Marcus Bagwell. Made that night. Uh, gonna go eight to ten. Maybe we needed uh, some filler for TV time here. Mm. Uh, put some guys out who can go and say go. Uh, Rude gets Bagwell at the Rude Awakening to win. A decent match. Uh, as Arn and Rick are in the ring, celebrating their win, so to speak, Rick Flair's music hits. And Arn and Rick Rude are turning around like, ooh, it's going to be an ambush, two on one. Out in a suit and tie, Rick Flair with a neck brace on, still selling the beating from Slamboree. Before he can even get to the ring, security runs <laughs> down and gets in between uh tony says we cannot have wcw competitors laying a hand on rick flair that could be legal action he is not cleared to compete at this time that's why security is so quick to get down here rick flair doesn't even try to go in the ring he goes over to gary michael capetta takes that microphone looks at arn anderson and says slamboree I took the ass-kicking of a lifetime. And I am not ashamed to admit it, and I am not here to look for sympathy or make any excuses. Arn Anderson is a dangerous man. And I knew that when I stepped into the ring at less than 100%. But I am here to say, Arn Anderson, this is not over. At the Great American Bash in San Antonio, I am challenging you to a match. And furthermore, I know WCW has reservations about legal liability. I will sign whatever form your attorneys have to put in front of me. You will not be held responsible for what happens, Ted Turner. This is not about wrestling, not about titles. It's personal. Boom! And he throws the microphone down and walks off. Woof! <laughs> Big Van Vader, Paul Orndorff with Harley Race versus Cactus Jack and Sid Vicious. Uh, 
this is a short, shorter match. Going to be hectic. Uh, Vader and Cactus are going to have a dug into the back while Sid powerbombs Paul Orndorff and gets the win. Uh, so Cactus and Sid go over. Maybe this means Sid's your new number one contender for the WCW title. We then have a backstage promo with Dustin and Dusty. Why? Yeah. Uh, Dustin challenges Ray Trailer. To, he wants to finish this once and for all in a bull rope match at Great American Bash. We're doing a good old Southern wrestling match. Okay. Yeah. If we're going throwback with the with the roads, it's gotta be bull rope. Exactly. Which brings us to our main event of the evening. Brian Pillman, Steve Austin versus Steve Williams and Terry Gordy. WCW World Tag Team Championships on the line. Williams and Gordy start off just beating the absolute tar out of Pillman and Austin for the first few minutes of the match, just pummeling them, bumping them, bumping them, bumping them. Oh, they would bump like a boss for them, too. Exactly. Whether they um, wanted to or not. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, I don't think you get a choice with uh, <laughs> Dr. Death and Bam Bam Gordy. Uh, eventually, we get Dr. Death in the ring with Austin. He gets down in a three-point stance position. He runs up. He shoulder blocks Austin, who bumps so hard he goes completely out of the ring. Completely in between the ropes, out to the floor. Austin's out. He's down. He's out. He is not moving. And Nick Patrick starts that very slow Nick Patrick 10 count. Pillman, he, he's had enough. He throws his hands in the air. He goes down to the, the desk, and he goes to snatch the belts and run away. He's done. Uh-uh, we're done. Uh, Gordy cuts him off. Uh, but when he does, what Gordy's not expecting is Pillman to hit him in the face with the title belt. So he gathered up that title belt, clocks Gordy, because Nick Patrick's looking at the count outside the ring, not looking at the other side of the ring uh, where this is occurring. Uh, he clocks him with the belt, rams his face into the ring post. Gordy goes down. When he rolls over, we see gig job. Uh, there's some color happening here. Uh, and Barry Gordy is... Or, it's Barry Gordy. Jesus. <laughs> wrong one. Wow. Wrong one. Very, very wrong. Uh, that's, that's Motown, not uh, WCW. Scope Town. Yeah. Um, Bam Bam Gordy is down and out outside the ring. Uh, Austin's not going to get up before 10. And as Nick Patrick's about to count 10, Dr. Death grabs that arm and says, No, 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 no. You're not making that count. And he puts his arm down. Uh, Steve Williams rolls out of the ring, rolls Austin back into the ring, and as uh, Dr. Death's getting back in the ring, guess who's playing possum? Steve Austin kicks his knee out as he's getting back in the ring. And then they start working the leg. Uh, Austin and Pillman, quick tags, working it, working it, working it. Corkscrews, stomps, chop blocks, anything they can do to work that leg. And Gordy is still, he's still out. Eventually, we get back into the ring, uh, with uh, sorry, we get Austin back in the ring, and he grapevines Doctor Death's uh, head with his legs. So he's kind of got that little like a reverse triangle choke. He's mm-hmm. on top of him, uh, and Doctor Death starts trying to rally, and the crowd's behind him. The crowd's behind him. Gordy gets up on the apron, looking for the hot tag. As Steve Williams gets up, he gets up. He gets Austin on his shoulders, like he's gonna go forward and make that tag. Austin. Rolls forward, victory roll towards his towards his own corner. Pillman grabs both arms. Nick Patrick's not paying attention. One, two, three. 
and the blondes survive. Well, a little bit of illegality there. And, I mean, it's Nick Patrick. It's very believable that he wouldn't catch it because he's fucking Nick Patrick. <laughs> he's the worst. The worst. <clears throat> and Gordy tries to come in the ring to break up the pin. He's a split second too late. And Austin and Pillman roll out of the ring and just split. They don't even grab the titles at this point. They are running up the ramp and they leave uh, Dr. Death and Gordy in the ring going, what the fuck? Uh, by the way, as a caveat to this... Um, on an upcoming uh, All Japan show, uh, the Blondes are going to go there and they are going to job to Williams and Gordy in All Japan. So we're kind of making that even. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's not going to be aired in the U.S. That uh, will not be talked about on WCW TV. I think it's the only way you get Bam Bam and Doctor Death to put them, put them over. Pretty much. So, like the idea is, we'll, we'll put you can beat the WCW champions. In all Japan, but the WCW champion is going to beat you here in WCW. With a fuck finish. With a fuck finish. <laughs> yes. In <laughs> uh, the all Japan match, will be clean as a whistle. Yeah, like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll give him some time. 14 minutes. Yeah. Uh, now we go to Saturday night, June 19th. Uh, we kick off Saturday night with the newly crowned number one contender, Two Cold Scorpio, dancing out to the ring in a very 1990s looking tracksuit because it is 1993. <laughs> Uh, he does not get to the ring, though, before he is ambushed by Rude, Arn, Austin, and Pillman. And they start beating him down. They drag him into the ring. Austin and Pillman hold him up while Rude starts cutting a promo. You made the biggest mistake of your life at the Clash of the Champions, boy. <sighs> yeah. yeah, we're going there. You could have flown under the radar and had a nice... Long career in the middle of the pack. But when you try to hang with the top guys in wrestling, bad things are going to happen to you. At the Great American Bash, your little time in the main event will end with a rude awakening. And Rude slaps him in the face. Too Cold tries to lunge at him. He's dragged down by Austin and Pillman. They lay the boots and kicks on him until he's laid out in the middle of the ring. Cue commercial break. We come back to Sid Vicious with an already in the ring Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Oh. Uh, we're going about 50 seconds. Uh, Larry says that Sid is in a hurry to get back to softball, so he's going to make this one quick, and he does. <laughs> uh, Sid wins in less than a minute with a power bomb. He's got to make it back to West Memphis to play some softball. It's in between the double headers, that's why he can make the shot. Yeah. He got a 10 minute break. Yeah, they got a tournament out in Atlanta, so. Uh, you know they they've got uh, you know his team won the semifinal or waiting for the other semifinal game to get over. I can he make drives a, out. Gets, I can make a shot at the end. Make a shot. Yeah. Um, Sid grabs the microphone. It says, "At the Great American Bash, Vader time will be over because there is only one master and ruler of the world, and his name is Sid." So we'll see where that goes. We now get Booker T and Stevie Ray with Sherry versus Rage and Fury. <laughs> uh, we know how this is going. Uh, quick match. Booker and Stevie get their shit in. <laughs> Booker wins with a missile drop kick in about three to four minutes. But as the match comes to an end, two men appear on the ramp. One dressed like a southern gentleman. Another wearing blue jeans and a University of Tennessee t-shirt. It's a little stained. And they stand by the interview set. Tony calls them out on commentary. He says, I recognize those two. That's Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden. 
And they begin to cut a promo. You know, we're ready to bring some Southern class back to the WCW Tag Team Division. Because as you can see, it's become overrun with classless thugs. Booker and Stevie Ray take objection to this and they come on over and begin arguing with them. Security rushes in and prevents an all-out brawl at the interview set and they shuffle them off as we go to commercial. Yeah, we got some some uh, we got uh, some heat going on here. but Hank Aaron, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's why the black guys are the baby faces. <laughs> Hank that's, Aaron's that's making sure. That's why they're not with Robert Fuller? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We won't bring that real life Ooh. up. That was We're not going down that route. No. We now go to our main event. Steven Regal versus, uh, with Sir William of Dundee versus Tom Zink. Z-Man. Uh, once again, Bulldog on commentary. Coming down. He's fucked. Uh, <laughs> 20 and fucked. <laughs> he's showing his ass. Bulldog with uh, eye, pal. Yeah. Uh, the, we're we're going to have a decent little match uh, Regal's going over clean with the STF uh, Bulldog says he's scouting Regal For his upcoming match at the Great American Bash As the show ends Bulldog rushes into the ring And he has a stare down with Regal And that's how we end the show Which brings us to our last Saturday night of the month June 26, 1993 Tony and Larry say Vader will be live in the ring tonight Which does not happen on Saturday night very often We keep him from wrestling a lot on Saturday night. Um, and a new tag team will be competing uh, from the land down under, Mexico. We have a Mexican Ooh. tag team coming in from, uh, I believe, AAA. I may be wrong on that. Or you, CMLL. You'll, you'll, you'll fact check me when we get there. Um, I should have looked it up earlier. We also have a new-ish, I mean, new to this run of WCW, not new to WCW, uh, debut of Dick Slater. Ooh. Uh, in real life, Dick Slater actually debuted at that clash that I did earlier this yeah. month. Um, Dick Slater versus Johnny Gunn. Uh, this is a showcase match for Slater, who wins in about five minutes. Uh, and he grabs the mic after and says, he's putting the WCW locker room on notice. He might be flushing some turds away. Yeah, flushing some Sting's face into the... Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, match number two. Jim Cornette comes down to the ring with... Dr. Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey. Because Stan Lane has retired as of May 93. Uh, so we have a new Heavenly Bodies. And Cornette says, I don't know who this new team from Mexico is. We'll call them the Fine Burritos. But they don't have a chance against the Heavenly Bodies. You bring in this great team from Mexico, and my boys are going to embarrass them. They are then announced this new team. As Los Gringos Loco, Eddie Guerrero, and Art Barr. <laughs> um, and this match is going to get some time. We're going 10, 12 minutes. They're getting some good TV time. This match would be great. Yeah. Uh, Eddie and Art are, are going to use their speed to frustrate the Heavenly Bodies. Um, eventually, uh, Eddie puts uh, Jimmy, Ray, uh, Jimmy Del Rey down with suplex, tags, and Art Barr, who hits a frog splash for the win. Because Art Bard's doing the frog splash. Eddie Guerrero does not do that yet. Um, Art Bar and Eddie Guerrero go over. Jim Cornette is pissed. Absolutely pissed. And he calls for Austin and Pillman to come out. Austin Pillman, get out here. Beat these guys' asses. And as they run out, Art Bar and Eddie Guerrero jump into the crowd to celebrate with the fans and get out of there, leaving a very angry Jim Cornette and Hollywood Blondes behind. Are you looking up... Uh, 
Triple A. Triple A. That's what AAA. I thought. I just didn't commit to the bit. Um, yes, they provide your car insurance needs. They are Triple A. Yeah. They come out in a tow truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Art Bar, Eddie Guerrero, have some heat with the Hollywood Blondes. We'll see where that goes. Um, we now have Big Van Vader with Harley Race versus Kensuke Sasaki. I did not think that's where that was going. We're, yeah, Vader comes in expecting a squash match here, uh, and he's not getting it. Uh, Kensuke Sasaki is stronger than Vader thinks he is. Uh, as a matter of fact, Kensuke hits a snap power slam on Vader for a two count. Vader jumps up, tries to take control with some stiff strikes. He rams Kensuke into the turnbuckles and drops him with a side slam. As Vader goes up for the Vader bomb on the middle rope, he thinks about it, says, nope, I'm going up to the top rope. As he gets onto the top rope, though, Kensuke gets up, hammers him in the back, crotches him on the top, and grabs him for a super back suplex off the top and down. Hooks that leg. One, two. Vader gets the shoulder up. Oh. Just in time. Kick out Vader. Or Harley hops onto the apron, angry. Kensuke knocks Harley race down, and... As he does that, Vader clubs him in the back of the head, spins him around, power bomb, Vader bomb, one, two, three. Kensuke held his own, but in the end, Vader goes over. Tony and Larry put over how strong of an effort that was by Kensuke Sasaki, uh, saying, we haven't seen anybody challenge Vader this hard in a long time. And as that uh, segment transitions out, Ric Flair walks out to the interview set. He calls out Arn Anderson. He says, Arn, get out of here. So Arn walks out ready for a fight. Security rushes on in, uh, making sure that these two do not get within uh, fighting distance of each other. Flair says, you know, WCW doesn't want one of their officials to be legally responsible for this match. I have a proposal for you, Arn. What if I find a man to referee this match? One that you trust, one that I trust. Arn says, who? Who could that be? Ric Flair says, look behind you. And out walks Tully Blanchard. Arn looks at Tully, Arn looks at Rick and says, you got yourself a damn deal. And we go off the air and June is over. So we are in San Antonio for this Great American Bash, the hometown of Tully Blanchard, who will be the special guest referee for Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. That's getting hot. That's that's my, my heat angle for sure. That's uh, a that's big <laughs> angle right there. That's uh no no titles needed. Uh, I mean Arn does have the US title, but Ric Flair is not looking for the US nah. title. He's looking for revenge. He's looking for blood. Yeah. So uh that's where we're building towards that Great American Bash, and we're going to pass the microphone over to New York as we're building towards the King of the Ring. King of the Ring in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. The heartland of America. The heartland of Ring of Honor. The CM heart- Punk versus Mojo. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> the heartland of Heat Wave 99. Is that the name of the arena? The No, no. it's uh, which, the which, Nutter Center. Yeah. Somewhere had the heartland of America. That's t- like arena. Topeka or something. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? That's Kansas. <laughs> Walla Walla, Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Minot, North Dakota. <laughs> Maybe heart- Sturgis, South Dakota. <laughs> the heartland of America. It's Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. North hey, we America. didn't. We didn't. Yeah, I was say we didn't specify the United States of America. Yeah. 
All right. You're up. No, that's not America. Who? What? <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's we are going to Superstars, building up, doing my same format with the president of the World Wrestling Federation, Jack Tunney, announcing qualifying matches to start for the tournament. You know what? Jack Tunney looks great in a suit. Yeah. That is about his only qualifying yeah. skill for, for this. And furthermore, yeah. since Vince bought my dad's territory in Toronto... I have ruled that all reptiles are barred from ringside. And I was promised that it had been devenomized. by the lab. Yeah. Oh, wait, wrong promo. Yeah. Anyways, the first two qualifying matches will be on Superstars, where we have the return of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. There we go. Taking on Damian Demento. That was his first time since getting put out, right? Yep. Uh, was he put out by uh, uh, Luger? Luger. Luger. Yeah, before the- Mania. He took the uh, took forearm the forearm the at the and then glass shattered in the bathroom and everything. Yep. Then Austin's uh, Austin's music hit. <laughs> oh wait, wrong wrong yeah. year. My bad. The '93 WCW Austin music's in the background. <laughs> All right. And then and the main event for this show, which could be a main event on a pay per view, the Million Dollar Man taking on Mister Perfect. Oh, God. That could be a main event. Give me that. Give me <laughs> all of about that. Anything match. other than a mania. I mean, yeah. in an alternate universe, it could be a mania main event. But yeah. And this is on Superstars. I mean, I gave away uh, Sting vs. Barry Windham. You're like, nah. I'm up, yeah. <laughs> up in the stage. Watch this, pal. <laughs> Anyways, it's going to start with Beefcake just squashing Demento, just getting Beefcake stuff over, just getting him back into ring yeah. shape, going over the sleeper in about three, four minutes, just. Trying to get him back into the ring shape. And while Damian Amato sucks, he looks like he could be credible. He's a yeah, good dude. But he <laughs> but isn't he doing, he's not doing nothing. Yeah, but he looks like somebody when you beat him, it means something. But what's going to be doing something is this video package for Brett and Owen Hart. Because if you remember, on Raw this upcoming week, they have a tag match. Brett and Owen versus Lex and Muckham Singh. There you go. So that's putting that match over. Then we have the Team Japan promo. Because that King of the Ring, Yoko gets his Intercontinental title shot. And Tenru and Kabuki... Get their tag team title shots. Yes. At King of the Ring. That's the match we're looking forward to. Actually, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want some strong style? I think I got some. Yeah, I'll say. You want a Japanese style match? Here you go. Yeah. Steiners, Tenru Kabuki? Yeah. Yep. Give, give me that. Speaking of, give me two segments on Superstars for Perfect and Debers. Ted gets the heat after a, after a hot shot. You know, Perfect comes in hot. Debers bumping around like a boss. Then Perfect starts bumping around like a boss. Ted, I love his blind elbow off the middle oh, of the rope. Yes. Great two count off that. Great two count off the fist drop. I love I love that too. He measures them and hits that fist that drop. That fist drop's That's a thing of beauty. Perfect. Perfect starting to come back. <laughs> yeah, what is perfect doing? Oh. <laughs> Coming back. Yep. He's got he's got Ted hooked, but here comes Jeff Jarrett coming out for a distraction. What a heel. Jeff gets bumped off the apron. DiBiase wins with the million dollar dream. Wow. And that's how we go off the air. So Moving on to the tournament. By the way, is Jeff carrying his guitar around? Jeff does not have a guitar okay. at this time. He is not he's Double not J. A country, he's not it, a country music star. No. Just, just making East sure. Memphis doesn't do country. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming up to like 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Speaking of, Harlem Knights. No. <laughs> Speaking of, we have on Wrestling Challenge the matches that will go into the tournament of Doink versus Max Moon. Okay. And Lance Cassidy taking on the Berserker. There you go. And Lance Cassidy... In a decent six-minute match, will win via count-out. 
Oh, over the berserker. He counts out the berserker. Berserker's going for like a clothesline against the pole. Racks it at like eight. Cassidy sneaks in. Okay, moves on to a pay per view payday. I'll say if you told me there'd been a count out victory, I would have thought berserker would have won. That was his finish back in the day. <laughs> uh, and Steiner's promo hyping up the tag team title match versus Tenryu and Kabuki. It's just, well, actually, I want to watch that. That sounds really, really fun. What also sounds fun is the feud between the Macho Man Randy Savage and the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Because mm. there's a hype package. They've been kind of feuding a little bit on Raw here and there. There's still some interline heat. When will that blow off? Stay tuned. Speaking of a blow off, it's a decent back and forth with Doink and Max Moon in the main event. Because Max Moon, Paul Diamond, he's he's, pretty, he's pretty decent. Pretty good back and forth match. Doink will win, though, with the, the schoolboy and... Hooking the tights. Ah. Nick Patrick must be the ref. Yeah, he's up to, up to his usual tricks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and we go to Raw for the first week, where the rest of the qualifying matches will be on this week's Raw and also next week's Raw. Okay. This week's Raw will feature Bob Backlund versus Razor Ramon. Oh. And to kick things off for that tournament, Jerry the King Lawler versus Tito Santana. I'd say Backlund and Ramon was a real-life WrestleMania match. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, but it's not my fake life, WrestleMania. Match. No, but still, that's, yeah. that's that's a big match. Yeah, that's big, especially for the number one contender. Yeah, Lawler stalls early and often for this match before he starts bumping around because Lawler is a really good seller. Yeah, I'll say very good seller before and his body started breaking down on him. I think Lawler and Tito are both in their probably early forties right here, yeah. so they could both still go. So this is actually probably a really really good match. Lawler's bumping most of the time. He just gets his little. You know, a little Memphis digs in. Just oh, yeah. Memphis style, Memphis heat. Speaking of uh, Memphis, Jarrett pulls the foot as Tito's going for the flying forearm, which leads to the pile driver finish. One, two, three. Jerry the King Lawler moves on into his own tournament. In his own tournament? It's King of the Ring. He's at, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's got his own little tournament going. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear all the Memphis guys yeah. over there? Jerry and. There you go. Brian, it'll be Jerry Lawler versus Brian Christopher in the main event. <laughs> versus Bobby Knight. <laughs> That'll be in Bloomington, Indiana. There you go. And Macho Man comes out for a promo on the Heartbreak Kid saying, Sean, you're biting off more than you can chew. Stepping up to the Macho Man. I proved at WrestleMania I still got it, and I will prove to you when the time is right that I still got it. Ooh, yeah. You're you're snapping into more than you can... You're (laughs) snapping into more than your Slim Jim can handle. (laughs) Let me get my my promo in here, pal. Let me tell you something. Those sunny days aren't going to happen. I'll snap your Slim Jim. Speaking of things that aren't going to happen, Mr. Perfect, as of now, is not in the King of the Ring tournament. And Lawler and Jared are backstage laughing about it. Just, just, you know, classic Jerry Lawler promo, just getting heat. One of the more underrated promos, I think, of all time is Jerry the King Lawler, by the way. You think you're so perfect? Well, you know what? You know what's perfect to me? This is the fact that you're not in the King of the Ring. (laughs) Ain't he great? Uh, Just Jarrett being like the roadie. Ain't he great? Yeah. But here comes another J, Jack Tunney. States, due to the interference on superstars, perfect is back in the tournament and will face Jerry the King Lawler at the King of the Ring. Ooh. Sets that one up. Then they are beside themselves. It's unfair, Jack Tunney. <laughs> God damn, why do we got to sound like another J? <laughs> that guy's not even down here. I don't have a very practiced uh, Jerry the King Lawler impersonation. Doug Gilbert! 
Anyways, right now we have Bob Backlund taking on Razor Ramon. Razor dominates the match. Backlund's bumping for him because Razor looks like a trillion dollars. Razor's getting his power moves in, but starts getting a little bit of a face pop as well. Oh, yeah. Backlund eventually is making his comeback, doing all the 1970s stuff, the leg sweep, drop kicks, arm drags, hip tosses, just the old, old school stuff. And he will get the win. Hits the atomic drop and wins with a small package. Wow. Hooks Razor, Bob Backlund, in the tournament. That's a, I think it's a little bit of an upset. Yes. It is a bit of an upset, but I got a reason for that. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, hey, Backlund's getting a push. I got, I, got, I got some things in the work for Backlund. Yeah. Speaking of things in the work, here comes Shawn Michaels out for a squash. He doesn't win with a super kick. He wins with Macho's flying elbow. Oh, just a mock What a on. heel. What a heel. Marty Jannetty cuts a coked out Marty Jannetty promo on Yokozuna about the Intercontinental title defense that will happen at King of the Ring. And our main event, this is getting some time because it's Brett Nolan. This is a two hour special, by the way, for this Raw. Oh. I might, yeah, I might just bump up to two hours. I added a few segments. F it. Silk Stockings is uh, being. <laughs> La Femme Nikita is not debuted yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's Brett Nolan taking on Lex Luger and Muckham Singh. Okay. The heels, they start hot. They jump before the bell, but right before the commercial break, Brett Nolan, they come back. Both of them get hit with a double drop kick. Both bump out of the ring, go to break for the baby faces in the ring. The well, normal normal stuff. Normal Kevin Nunn commercial break yep. timing. Good, good time for a commercial break yeah. right there anyways. And then after the commercials, Owen's getting beat down. He's getting the heat, bumping around and selling, but... Sneaking out of pinfalls could be you know leg drops, knee drops, all the all the power moves, all the drops, yeah, the drop drops, back body drops, yeah, atomic drops, yeah, acid drops. Oh wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? This is ECW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a decent little heat segment, but uh, hot tag to Brett after a missed axe handle blow from Lex Luger had the old double underhook gimmick. Oh, Lex yeah. coming off the second, boom, double axe handle. Owen makes a hot tag. Brett and Luger. Brett's beating them down, beating them down. Runs through the five moves of doom. But as Brett's getting ready to turn him over in the sharpshooter, Owen's disposed of outside the ring. Muckham Singh. Larry, it's Brett's head off. Luger, arm on top, one, two, three. Luger pins the world champion. Wow. And that's how we go off the air on that Monday Night Raw. A world champion taking a pinfall on television. I believe that would be the first time that's ever happened in... Uh, Fed? In the Fed. Yeah, I mean, Hogan did some countouts and stuff. Yeah, I was saying, I don't think Hogan ever cleaned or ever mm-hmm. jobbed on TV. Winner wouldn't have. Hogan lost by countout once to Genius. Yeah. But, but that was countout. Yeah, it was a, not a pin. Yeah. So, yeah, Ooh. something... Yeah, built, built, that built some heat. It's like, oh... Luger's got the best of them again. Yeah. Because if you remember, Luger had that beatdown a couple weeks ago with the forearm. Built, I mean, Luger's hyped up as a killer at this point. He's top heel right now. Yeah. Not Who are not top heels, but could be some good baby faces in the future here in Superstars. It's the Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart. Pop, pop, pop. They're taking on, this is a, this is a team right here, the Repo Man and Iron Mike Sharp. Okay. You can get that. Billy, Billy gets the win with, you know, they get their shit in. Gets a win with a pile driver on Iron Mike Sharp. The Harlem Knights do have an inset promo in there. Still got a feud right there. And a King of the Ring report hyping up what are currently the brackets, which I will 
Ah, the brackets aren't complete yet. I'll give those next time. Ooh. <laughs> There's still one more qualifying match. I almost spoiled it. So they give a they give a partial yeah. rundown. They, they give they the bracket they, as it is so yeah. far. They, they give the title matches. Yes. They hype up the title matches. And Hey, man, Bigelow comes out for a squash match with, uh, he's feuding with Tatanka, so Tatanka cuts a little inset promo, saying, I have the fire back inside me after WrestleMania, I will show you. And then, you know, the Native American war cry. Yes. And then, uh, Bruce Beefcake comes out for a promo, hyping up his return and a potential title shot if he wins the King of the Ring tournament. Okay. In the main event... This match on Super... I mean, Superstars has almost got better matches than Raw. Because we have the model Rick Martel taking on the macho man Randy Savage. Jeez. That's <laughs> yeah. another match that could be a, a pay-per-view quality match. It's a you know, good TV superstar style match. Probably goes about five, oh, six yeah. minutes. But Macho wins with the body slam and flying elbow. I would love to see that. <laughs> what I wouldn't want to love to see, except for maybe Barry Horowitz, is Barry Horowitz and Tatanka here kick off Wrestling Challenge. Okay. Barry gets a little bit of offense in because Barry Horowitz is pretty good. Yeah. But Tatanka will get the win with his Samoan drop. And then replay of the King of the Ring report. Hey, Harlem American drop. The, the <laughs> wigwam bomb. Uh, as uh, Bobby Heenan would call it. And then uh, King of the Ring report. And then a Harlem Knight squash match with a Smoking Guns inset promo. Non-retired Billy Gunn. Yeah. And... Can't forget about the Undertaker-Night Stalker feud as the Undertaker is cutting a promo on the Night Stalker. Rest in peace. You can stalk the Night from in your grave. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, Night Stalker! <laughs> oh, downtown Bruno! <laughs> and the main event... Big Virgin action. Yay. Taking on the Heartbreak Kids. I didn't know so, this was a sellout. <laughs> we're at the Olive Garden Arena. <laughs> the ring posts are actually breadsticks. There you go. He's taking on Sean. Extended squash. Sean used the elbow, but doesn't pin him. He's like, my move's better. Super kick. One, two, three. <laughs> so he elbows, he waits for him to get back up. Then no, he, pays, he goes one, two, gets the shoulder up. No, 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 no. <laughs> my move's better. Super kick. <laughs> Just leans him up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely something Sean would do, yeah, too. No, that's not, that's not wrong. And uh, kicking off Raw, we have the Hulkster. Brother. As the Hulkster is in a qualifying match on Raw. Brother, brother. Uh, so, so here's the thing, Vince, dude, brother. So I heard you doing this King of the Ring, man. And uh, here's what I was thinking is the Hulkster needs to win the, 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 the tournament, dude. Because I'm doing it for you, man, really. Here's the thing, because because you want this King of the Ring thing to have some heat, brother. You want it, you want it to be the the, the, the greatest prize in wrestling, dude. You got to put it in the Hulkster, man. And and, and and I'll win that then at, at SummerSlam, dude. I'll win the title again, and I'll be King Hulk, WWF champion, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that meeting went with Vince. Pretty much, <laughs> as uh, he actually has a credible opponent in the main event is in Irwin R. Scheister. Okay. So Hogan and IRS is the main event here on Raw. Winner moves on to the tournament. And uh, Yoko gets his shit in versus Max Moon in a little bit of a squash match. Got to put Yoko over. He is the number one contender for the IC title after all. Of course. And the new tag team of Bob Backlund and Lance Cassidy take on a couple of jobbers. Uh, Glenn Ruth and Von Kruss. <laughs> Uh, Backlund will get the win with the crossface, but 
the bell rings. Backlund holds on to it for just a half second long. Oh. Ref's got to kind of tap him. Like, yeah, hey, just hey, like hey. one. Backlund's like, oh, lost, yeah. lost track, lost track. That's my mm-hmm. bad. He, he was so focused he didn't even hear the bell. Yep. Speaking of focused, haven't seen this guy around in a while. The Papa Shango guy himself. <laughs> Papa Shango coming out with a video package. He's got voodoo dolls for some reason. Interesting. We'll see where that's going. We'll see where this is going. It's a Night Stalker squash match. Just And he kind of he throws in a choke slam too, just for a dig at Taker. But he finishes him with a move I always like, slingshot shoulder block. Okay. I do like that move for a big man, actually. Yeah. They and, knew it, which he could. Yeah, he's a pretty athletic big guy. Yeah. Looks like a million bucks, too. Exactly. That's the whole reason he's getting the push. Yeah. Works like four bucks. <laughs> and we have a Bret Hart promo hyping up the King of the Ring, hyping up his opponent, which his opponent comes out, and they have a back and forth. Security kind of breaks him up a little bit. Same with the perfect promo about Lawler and Jarrett. There's a lot of heat there. Some Memphis heat with Perfect, Lawler, and Jarrett. Might have to might be bringing somebody in for Perfect. We'll see. Stay tuned. Say Minneapolis is better than Memphis. Stay tuned for Silk Stockings. I think it's going to be, uh, be Kendall Wyndham. <sighs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be his, uh, his partner. Bobby Duncan Jr., maybe. Or maybe Curly Bell. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some people who could t- tag with Hennig. You're probably right. And they'd be singing country as crap. (laughs) (laughs) And the main event, Hogan versus IRS. It's your usual usual Hogan match. Kicks out of the right off lariat. Hulk up. Three three punches. Boot, leg drop. One, two, three. Hogan moves on to the tournament. Dude, dude, I don't want to kick out of his finish, dude. I I don't even want to sell his finish. (laughs) (laughs) He he can hit his finish, dude, and I'm just going to start hulking up, brother. (laughs) Just bounces right off. We move to Raw Week 3, where we kick things off with the Rocket Owen Hart taking on the model Rick Martell. Oh, my goodness. I got some workers here, and I'm going to use I'm putting, them. I'm putting, I'm putting my Timbaland boots on because we're going to work. <laughs> and we went to work. Owen does get the win, though, with a Northern Lights suplex in about seven, eight minutes. Yeah, come on, Eileen, because we got some men at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Chris Canyon? <laughs> what? And we have the King of the Regan Report, which we will go through the brackets. Let's go. We already know we have Mr. Perfect taking on Jerry the King Lawler. So is this tournament happening all at... All at King of the Ring, yes. Wow, there you go. I love it. Quarters, semis, and finals. That's amazing. We have Bruce Barber Beefcake taking on Doink. We also will have the Million Dollar Man taking on Lance Cassidy, which leaves Hogan Backlund. King of the Ring. Oh, all right, dude. So here's the thing, man. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Million Dollar Man at Lance Cassidy, dude. They gotta have a double count out because I need to buy into the finals, dude. Because I can't have three matches in the same night, brother. So, so, so I'm gonna beat Backlund, dude, uh, in like two minutes, and then, and then we'll have the double count out, dude. And then I don't know who you're gonna put in the finals with me, brother. But I'll, I'll beat them in like. We'll, we'll we'll give them some time. We'll give them like six minutes, dude, and then I'll beat them, and, and I'll, I'll go over with the leg drop, brother, and then the next ten minutes I pose in the ring, dude. And that's the main event, brother. Uh, Brett, Brett and, and, and Lex can go on before me, dude. <laughs> I think that's how that meeting went with Vince. Probably did. Vince literally didn't even talk the entire time. No. You got a halt. And then Hogan just started cutting Ter- the promo. Ter- Ter- oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, 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 Terry Sapinski isn't here, brother. <laughs> He's here with me, though. 
What's here with us is nice big hoss battle here. We got Crush taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. Ooh. Not a decent big man match. Crush, he's got a look, but Bammer's going to go over. Crush gets on top, rope, gets crotched, superplexed off, headbutt, one, two, three. Bammer goes over. And Lawler just cuts a scathing promo on Perfect. Starts drop, he drops maybe a, not necessarily AWA digs, but kind of like references with Larry the Axe saying, Perfect, I'm going to chop you down with an axe. <laughs> Yeah, just you know, your little AWA had to bring in me because they couldn't sell out anything. Isn't that right? He brings out the you title, think, too. Yeah, you think, and, and I never got rid of the title, Seaburn. Because here's the thing. You, you think your little Minneapolis is so great, but they needed to bring in those Memphis fans to stay in business. And guess what? <laughs> Didn't even work. <laughs> we have a six-man tag team match coming up next with Team Japan taking on Marty Jannetty and the Steiner Brothers. So it's Yoko, Tender, oh, and Kabuki. Kabuki. Okay. Woo. Marty plays the face in peril as he should. He yep. bump, bumping around like a boss. Hot tag to Scott finally, and Scott's hitting all his suplexes, Steiner lines. Oh, what? Fra- Frankensteiner <laughs> on Yoko. Yoko takes a huge bump. Ring folds. He, 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 he does a belly to belly overhead suplex on Yoko. If it was a big pop of pump, I could see him he trying probably it. Could. He probably could do it, which is the scary thing. Yeah. Uh, not that you would do that because you want to keep Yokes alive. but. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, Kabuki hits the mist for the DQ finish. Oh. Because the numbers don't lie, and they spell DQ for you on, this <laughs> on the third week of Raw in June. <laughs> Lex Luger cuts a promo. It promising. Is, uh, who does he miss, by the way? I'd Scott. Okay. Scott gets a mist. Scott was running wild. He turns yep. around to give, give the belly to belly, missed. Mm. Oh, he's got him hooked. So he's like getting and that. Just a regular green mist. Regular green mist. Okay. Luger comes out, promises to make Brett submit. After he already, he's already knocked him out. He's already pinned him. If I make him submit, he has no chance. Which makes sense. Yeah. He's already knocked him out. Already pinned him. If he puts him in the torture rack. Exactly. <laughs> he has Stop me when I'm telling a lie. Yeah. Next week, we got hype for a couple of big tag matches. Bob Backlund and Lance Cassidy taking on Money Incorporated. Okay. And Hogan and Beefcake are going to team up as they take on the Head Shrinkers. In our main event, non-title, Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Muckham Singh. The match never starts. As Luger comes in, knocks him out with the forearm, and puts him in the torture rack oh. to end the show. And Muckham sings there just in case Owen tries to run out. Exactly. And nope. Oof. And that's how that raw goes over. As Luger lied. Yeah. <laughs> he's knocked him out, he's put he's pinned him, and he's put him in the rack. Yep. Does Brett have a chance? We'll find out. After one more week of Monday Night Raw, what a maneuver! Starting off with Marty Jannetty taking on Tenru. That'd be decent. Yeah. But Tenru, he's, he's basically just like a paid assassin. He's just there. He's not there for the IC title. He's just there to beat down Marty. And eventually Marty... He's there to soften him up for Yoko. Yeah. And, he's, and eventually Marty does win by DQ as Tenru just keeps a chokehold on the ropes. Okay. It's just, you know, he's like, did job. Did yeah. my job. Hebner's counting him down. He shoves mm-hmm. Hebner away and keeps yep. choking. It's like Zeus at Survivor Series 89 yeah. is what I'm picturing. <laughs> but eventually, Rick Steiner, because Scott's still blinded a little bit, Rick Steiner comes out to make a save, okay. runs Tenru off. 
And then we get the final King of the Ring report. Running down the matches. Getting a few promos from guys. Speaking of a... Here's the thing, brother, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's King of the Ring, man. You got seven other competitors, dude. They got to step up. But I know my Hulkamaniacs are behind me, dude. So I'm going to say my prayers, eat my vitamins, and train real hard, brother. And we're going to win the King of the Ring, dude. If I don't, I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> and Eric Bischoff's like, wait, what? <laughs> Eric Bischoff's already already has a voicemail on the uh, Belia household line. <laughs> He's sent Vince Vax already. Yeah. Brett cuts a promo, you know, selling the back of his head. He's angry at Luger. It's like, you know what? I've felt all your finishing holds. You have pinned me, but I'm still here. You're going to have to kill me to take this title. Doink Suger says that can be arranged. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Just wait about ten years. Wait, what? Yeah. Too soon? Hey, uh, Luger knows what he's doing in that regard. (laughs) Luger knows best. Anyway, speaking of what knows best, is Doink coming out for a squash match? He cuts a promo afterwards. He promises it won't be King of the Ring. It's going to be Jester of the Ring. There you go. And we come out with one of our tag matches after that with Bob Backlund and Lance Cassidy taking on Money Inc. Just, it's all Matt work. Because all, yeah. all four are Matt wrestling extraordinaires. Lance Cassidy does get the win on IRS, though, with flying crossbody in about wow. 10 minutes. IRS isn't in the tournament. The other guys are. That's true. That sucks because I do like me some IRS. But he had to go down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We don't pay our taxes. Dude, I mean, he, I couldn't sell his finish, dude. It wouldn't be credible, dude. No one would believe, dude. That <laughs> lose to a clothesline. I mean, you could put me in there, you know, with like Ken Shamrock or Dan Severn or any of those guys, dude. It wouldn't be believable if they could beat Hulk Hogan, dude, because look how small they are, man. Do they have 24-inch pythons, brother? Exactly. Are they six foot eight and from Venice Beach, California, dude? Nope. Are they 303 pounds? Nope. That's what I thought, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Think, remember that. Write that down. Don't say I'm actually 6'3 and from Tampa. <laughs> anyway, what a maneuver! Taker comes out for a squash match, but he gets jumped by the Night Stalker. And it's just a brutal beatdown. Chair shots. Ooh. Using the table, using the ring bell. Stalker runs, walks away. Taker does a sit-up. Taker's not down yet. Yep. And Omer we, holds up the urn. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Taker oh, yeah. stuff. And we get to our main event of Hogan and Beefcake taking on the Head Shrinkers. Okay. And it's... I can get behind it's a, that. It's, it's just formula tag. Hogan gets the win, gets the leg drop on Samu, celebrates to go out. We got two guys in the King of the Ring, and Shrinkers aren't on the pay-per-view, unfortunately. So, And uh, Hogan's not taking the loss. Yeah. Not even a DQ loss. Nope. No way, dude. Nope. The only DQ I take is Dairy Queen, brother. In Corbin, Kentucky, dude. What? (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) So, we get to Dayton, Ohio. King of the Ring. King of the Ring. Where we have our tournament. We also have our Intercontinental title match. Tag team title match and a world title match. This card is pretty loaded. Yeah. Speaking of loaded, we kick things off with Hogan and Backlund. Oh, right opener. out the gate. Yeah, see, dude, I need more time to rest, dude, so I gotta be in the opener, man. And uh, it's an 84 match in 93. It's what could have been 
if Backlund stuck around. Yeah. Eventually, Hogan no no sells the late, the uh, atomic drop, and we get to the Hogan finish. And they what was that dude? Three overhand punches, Irish whip, lip, big, big boot, boot leg, leg drop, drop fifteen one, minutes of posing, three, then one two three, then another fifteen minutes of posing. Yep. We're out of time. Exactly. I, I win. Nobody else wins. That's the whole show, dude. Yep. And he will face the winner of the. Mr. Perfect Jerry the King Lawler matchup. Oh, wow. Which means the winner of Beefcake and Doink will take on the winner of Ted DiBiase and Lance Cassidy. Speaking of Beefcake and Doink, that's what's up next. Doink dominates because it's Doink and it's Beefcake, so... And Matt Bourne might, you know, maybe it would take a little bit of a liberty. I could see... <laughs> it's Matt Bourne. I could see him maybe being uh, uh, under the influence a little bit. Maybe take a liberty with a guy who's not in ring shape. However... It's all for naught because Beefcake comes back and we'll get the win with the sleeper hold. Dude, Beefcake needs to be in the final with me, dude. <laughs> Another 1984 feud in 93. <laughs> there we go. And then we got uh, the Million Dollar Man taking on Lance Cassidy and that's a squash for Ted DiBiase. He wins in four minutes with the Million Dollar Dream. Cassidy made a showing, got to the pay-per-view. It's like, you know, Crash Alley in 2000. Yeah. But, and Bobby and, Heenan would point out that this leaves Ted DiBiase more fresh than the other competitors. Yeah. Because he only went four minutes. And Hogan and Backlund probably go about seven. Yeah. Beefcake Doink about, I mean, there's a lot of matches, so probably about five or six. Yeah. However, Perfect and Lawler go to a ten-minute draw. Mm. See, I told you, dude. <laughs> I need to go to draw, dude. <laughs> See, Spoiler! See, this man, dude, brother, you listen to my booking, dude, and that's that's the way to go, man. Lawler stalls for most of it. He does not want Perfect to get his hands on him. Eventually, Perfect, Perfect Plex, one, two, ding, ding, ding. Lawler escapes from taking a pin, but neither move on. Hogan skates into the finals. There we go, brother. Coming up next, we do have the tag team title matches. It's Tenor and Kabuki taking on Rick and Scott, the Steiner brothers. And this is strong style. This is just, maybe not necessarily with Kabuki, but Tenru could hold his own with Rick and Scott. Oh, yeah. But Kabuki comes in and gets his, gets his heel shots in. Just stiff shots. Goes probably about 12. But Steiners, they win with the uh, Steiner Bulldog on Kabuki. Okay. Rick gets the pin. We still have... Same tag team champions. Will the same be said about Marty Jannetty? Let's find out as we go to the Intercontinental title. Marty Jannetty taking on Yoko Zuna. Marty bumping around like a boss. Marty's trying to get some stuff in. Hit and run, hit and run, hit and run. Eventually, the rocker dropper gets countered into a big clothesline. Pick up, belly to belly. Savat kick, bonsai drop. One, two, three. We have a new Intercontinental champion. His name is Yoko Zuna. And who, who could possibly stop this man? I mean, look how big he is. Look how strong he is. And he dominated an Intercontinental Champion. He's going to be the Jim Ross. He's going to be the Intercontinental Champion as long as he wants to be. Yep. <laughs> we get to our only semifinal match. Yeah. Brutus Beefcake taking on Ted DiBiase. Deaver's taking it slow, just beating him down, beating him down, knowing that if it, the match goes long. Bruce Beefcake, he doesn't have the ring cardio, the ring stamina yep. to keep up. DiBiase knows this, so he's just wearing him down. Chin locks, head locks. Well, that's where you need Jesse the Body Ventura to point that out, dude. But he's he's making 
four hundred thousand dollars for twelve shots at Turner, <laughs> brother. And eventually, this match, they get up, they roll outside, start brawling. It's a double countout. Hogan is your automatic winner of the brother, tournament, brother. See, dude, that's that's what I was saying, brother. <coughs> that do I get to come out and pose again, dude? <laughs> <laughs> He's flexing. The, the camera cuts to him in the back. He's just... Argh. I was saying, they got to do a coronation, right? Saving that, maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. Because we still have... Because the main event was going to be the finals. Well, now we don't have a finals. So now the main event is Lex Luger taking on the Brett, the Brett Hart. The Brett. The Brett as the WWF. The WCW. The everything Brett says. I don't know! The t-shirts are too tight, too! I don't know! Hitman! <laughs> And this basically takes Super Raw Saturday. Oh no! <laughs> this match basically—it's a Flair formula style match. Instead of Flair, you have Brett. Yeah. So Brett bumping around, Lex doing the power moves. Brett still sticking and moving, sticking and moving. Brett does do a little. Brett does gig though. Ooh. It goes into the ring post on a slingshot. The hard way, brother. Eh. Yeah. It's WrestleMania eight, brother. Yeah, there's no, there's no blade job. That's was, was hard way. The match goes about 20 minutes. Luger keeps his own. Because if Luger's got somebody to carry him, it'd be credible. So this match, if it was in the Observer, it'd probably be three, three and a half. If it was in Tokyo Dome, it'd be double that. Yeah, I'll say it'd be 6.5. But Brett eventually wins with the sharpshooter. This is after Brett kicks out of the forearm, puts his leg on the rope. Breaks out of the torture rack. Somehow kicks kicks off the ropes, turns into a crucifix, Ooh. and that starts to come back. Brett had the counters for all Luger's moves. He had him scouted. Had him scouted. But as Brett's celebrating with the belt, here comes Hogan to come out to pose with Brett, as now we have our SummerSlam main event. Hogan versus The Hulkster Brett. taking on the Hitman. He, he comes out, starts celebrating. Brett's on one side. Hogan's on the other side. Well, there's one caveat to this. Hogan already has the belt in his hand. It was in the middle of the ring. Hogan, probably out of instinct, picks it up, posing with the belt. Brett turns around. It's on Hogan's shoulder. Brett turns around. Inks off the shoulder. And that's how King of the Ring goes off the air. Brother. Dude, don't touch the belt. That's my belt, dude. It, it, You're it, keeping it warm for me, brother. It says Hulk Hogan on it, dude. <laughs> it, it's Brett Hart on it. When I had it, it said Hulk Hogan, dude, you defaced my belt, man. It automatically transfers to each shoulder. Look, I put it on Earl Hebner's. Look at it says. Hulk Hogan. You know what that means. Hulk Hogan's belt. Say Hulk Hogan's much happier with this booking than he was WrestleMania. It is. So we got we got a, we got a feud building here. We have Hogan versus Brett. Hogan Brett SummerSlam. In the is that the palace? I'll say it. Is that still in Auburn Hills? We'll keep it at Auburn Hills. We'll keep it in Detroit. No, dude, we're going to have the Pontiac Silverdome, brother. Because now that I'm in the main event, dude, it's going to sell out Silverdome. <laughs> Man, we got July coming up. You got the bash. The Great American Bash. I got only one month. I only got one month to build, and then August is SummerSlam. Yeah. This is coming up quick. I think you can manage, but yeah, we're... We're building towards well, I, well, I, man, I managed for April and May. There you go. Built up what I would think is a really good pay-per-view. I, brother, it was a great pay-per-view, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I only worked the opener and I still get the close. Brother. Exactly. So we have uh, 
Hogan Flair over. Or, I mean, sorry. Wow. Wow. Hogan off today. Hogan. Hogan versus Brett on your side. We have Flair versus Arn on my side. We'll see where that comes next time. See ya. We're out of time.